business and bourbon. be a little intimidating so yeah, for about nine seconds no. i have a journey through alcohol and drug addiction that i'm not proud of but i'm also not ashamed of it's part of my path he's the guy you want to have <laughs> with you in the right. dark alley. you won't like me when i'm angry it's yeah. about combating the evils of entrepreneur porn so mind body and spirit if we're not winning on those three areas it's very hard to win in life tell me that wasn't an amazing elevator pitch dude be a little patient what the hell are you doing it drives me crazy whatever you're going through you're not the only person and you're not Amen. the first person. There's so many charlatans out there. There's so many theoreticians. Is that a word, theoreticians? It is now. It is now. <laughs> My scars prove that life has tried to kill me and fail, 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 fail. Welcome back to Business and Bourbon, where we have real talk with real people. I am Ronnell Richards, the creator and your host. Hey, I want to invite you guys to check out our website, businessandbourbon.live in businessandbourbon.live for all things that are business and bourbon. I want you to make sure you're looking out for a live event in your local area. So we are on a mad dash here as we head towards the end of the year to get out to see as many of you amazing, wonderful people as possible. So uh, we've got several events that are scheduled and more that are going to be scheduled so you can get out there, participate with people just like you that are looking for real talk, that are looking for a real fun experience and to meet some entrepreneurs and business professionals that are like them. So make sure you check that out. On today's episode, it's a fun one for me, but it's a really educating one. You know, I wanted to bring on a guest that has experienced some tremendous professional success right? Tremendous professional success, the type of success that a lot of you guys are out there trying to attain, right? He's been there, he's been down the road and runs a very successful business today and coaches lots and lots of people on how to be successful in their sales efforts and sales leadership and in business. Here's one of the things about success and the further that we get in our careers, the further that we get in our pursuit of success, you know what we learn? We learn what success isn't. And if you ask me, that's more important than knowing what success is. That's maturity. That's wisdom. We learn what things are really most important. So we're not striving after things that are either unattainable or just ridiculous, you know, holes that essentially we can never feel. So I invited Randy on this week because I wanted him to share his story of success and real success and his journey in terms of figuring out what really mattered. Now I'm going to caution you guys, we're going to talk about some things that are sensitive and we're going to talk about substance and alcohol abuse and why? Because I know that there are many of you out there that are dealing with that. Many. I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to think that you are alone. There are a lot of people out there and as you're listening to this episode, if you are someone that is just sick and tired of being sick and tired and you want some help, dial 844-335-2408. And that's a number for AA where you can get some help. So get some help and know that you're not alone, but that's not the full story of this particular episode. That's just part of the story. It's really about the journey of a entrepreneur, business professional, super successful, 
and finding out what things matter most. So I think you guys are gonna really enjoy this one. With that said, it's time to go. Let's do this thing. Grab your glass, grab your cup, grab your mug, grab whatever. Let's pour something in that bad boy. Pour a little drink for this particular episode. Maybe a little club soda today, okay? Let's pour a little club soda in there. I like a local company called Montaigne, and they're not paying me to say that, but they have an amazing product. Shout out to Montaigne. Pour that in the glass, sit down with us, and enjoy a little business in bourbon. Welcome back to Business and Bourbon, where we have real talk with real people every day, every week, every month. This is how it goes down. I love what I do. I get to sit down with great entrepreneurs, share their stories, and we have fun. So now I want to invite you guys in to sit down with us and enjoy. I can't believe that I'm almost, no, I'm not getting paid for this. So no, I was about to say, I'm I was about to say that I can't believe I'm getting paid for this. Well, technically I'm not getting paid for this, but I'm going to work on that. Sponsors, you guys hear me. All right. Getting paid with your money. With my money. <laughs> with that said, guys, I've got a great guest this week. And um, this is a guy who I've got tremendous respect for. A sales professional entrepreneur checks all the boxes. This is one of the guys I sit down with when I want to just talk shop about life. Life beyond business. You guys know that entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. It's not just about what we do in terms of dollars and cents. This is our lives. This is what we do. This is it encompasses our every ounce of our being. With that said, I am going to introduce Mr. Randy Ramirez. What's up, man? Ronell, great to be here, man. Happy what? Happy Wednesday? You know what? Happy whatever day you guys are listening to this yeah. <laughs> podcast, baby. Oh man, good to be here. Man, I'm so happy to have you join me today. Really stoked. We're here once again at the beautiful King and Duke in Buckhead, Atlanta. It's beautiful again. A uh, little bit hot, though, because we're, we're in the middle of August. so it's. But it's hot on the outside, man. It's nice and cool in here. You know, but they've got a seat it over here. We're over near the hearth. If you guys have been here, it's, first of all, beautiful restaurant. Absolutely. Um, but we've got a hearth behind us. So if you guys aren't familiar with what a hearth is, you're probably lo- if you're looking on the video... You'll be able to tell it, but it's this big, huge, fire-breathing oven. <laughs> and, so, and so it tends to let off a bit of heat at times. Um, but I've got a nice, cool drink. You've got a nice, cool drink. Let's clink it up. Let's do this, man. And enjoy. So, Randy, let's get started. Let's get into it. First thing I want to talk about, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Who's Randy? What do you do? Tell me a little bit about who you are, your company. Let's go from there. Awesome, man. Well, thanks, Ronell. As I said, great to be here with you. Uh, love First of talking. all, radio voice. Jesus yeah. <laughs> Christ, dude, you're in the wrong business. Don't let me out going to Luther Vandross. There it in is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ronell, uh, like you said, it's great to just hang out with you, talk life, talk work. Two dudes just trying to make the world a better place. My name is Randy Reemersma. I'm the proud uh, founder, president of Span the Chasm. We are a sales training, consulting, and coaching firm focused on the unique needs of B2B sales organizations, usually in that 25 to $250 million a year range. That's where we find that we can apply the maximum amount of value and absolutely delight and help people drive sustainable sales growth. Boy, that is, tell me that wasn't an amazing elevator pitch. That is a sales professional, folks. I know my ICP. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, man, okay, a couple of questions. We're going to hop right into it. I always like our audience to get acquainted with our guests a little bit in terms of, hey, what things do you like to do? Because I want to know who you are. Sure. So we're going to start today with, for fun, what does 
What does Randy do for fun? So a lot of things. Uh, number one, I've been for fun. I've been married for almost 24 years. Yes. Same Congratulations. Woman. <laughs> I got two kids, uh, 19 and 21. They keep me very, very busy, pretty active family. Uh, both for fun and for sanity. I love to work out. You know, you and I are both, we, I think that's how we met on LinkedIn, actually. Yeah. It was part of our, uh, our appreciation for fitness. I love to read. As you know, I'm a voracious reader, both, again, for enjoyment yes. and for sharpening the saw. Uh, keep learning, keep learning. And then, man, you know, my dog, the hiking trail, all that stuff, the weight room, the heavy bag. You've been to my house. That all, keep, that all keeps me happy. This guy's got a Kung Fu Joe situation going on in there. <laughs> I, I do not want to mess with you. You got the nunchucks. You got, what are all those, what are the, the sticks called? The oh, yeah, the bow staff, the Eskrima sticks, all the, all the fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want to run into him in a dark alley yeah. unless he's with you. He's a guy you want to have with you <laughs> in a dark alley. You won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> so you hang out a lot with the fam. That's yep. great, man. 24 years. Impressive. You're the first person on the podcast that's actually beat me. So congratulations. All right, man. Do I get, do I get like a ribbon or something for that? You know what you get? A congratulations. You know what? Drinks on me. <laughs> that's what you get. Easy buy when I'm drinking club soda. <laughs> yeah, well, well let's, oh, that's one thing we have to cover because... Every time on Business Bourbon, one of the first things we do is we talk about what it is that we're enjoying. And I am enjoying this delicious uh, mocktail that has, yes, you guys heard me right, mocktail today. And it has some pomegranate syrup in there. And Randy, did you hear everything? There was some lime stuff. I, I like, heard some like early harvest grape thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's legit though. It's very tasty. I could sit on and drink this all day. But yeah, there's a King and Duke tremendous craft drinks so whether you are drinking mocktails whether you're drinking cocktails whatever they do a great job randy what are you drinking so today it's a very uncommon drink i'm having uh club soda poured out of the automatic spritzer with a wedge of lime is that uncommon no <laughs> <laughs> club Only soda. everywhere club soda love it hey speaking of that you know guys today i'm drinking a mocktail my buddy randy here is drinking a delicious club soda and I want to give a shout out to Randy real quick. I think that's very important that before we get into all the other stuff that we want to get into in terms of your business, because it's part of your story, I want to go ahead and give you a shout out and a congratulations for your five-year mark, my friend. Thank you, sir. Yep. Uh, let's five clink, years let's clink that up. Let's clink, clink that, that up. up. Absolutely. Yeah. For those of you that know, I, uh, this summer I celebrated uh, five years in recovery, alcohol and uh, drug addiction. Very much part of the story. Very much part of my growth path. For those of you that listen to Business and Bourbon, watch our content, you know, I'm super open in terms of all of the story, because what we deal with on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, is not for the faint of heart, first of all. And just life is not right. It's a challenge for us. But we are inundated with so much of this BS out there, so much of this marketing, whether it's social media or whatever, that doesn't give us a realistic perspective of what life is. And this is what we judge ourselves against. So we sit and we watch the, the perfect people on social and the perfect people on TV. And we sit back and say, damn, well, I'm not perfect. What's wrong with me? And so that's why I like to talk about those things. I talk about mental health, physical health. Randy, you know this. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about mental health, physical health. Um, all of these things are all necessary for us to be successful in not just business, our lives, because that's what we're talking about, our lives. Yeah. And you, you have been someone that's just dropped tremendous knowledge on me, which is one of the reasons why I, I was so stoked and really wanted to have you on the podcast, just so that you can share 
that sage wisdom from the, there you go from the bald eagle yeah <laughs> that's right you've been to a workshop yeah well and as you said ron now you know mind body and spirit if we're not winning on those three areas it's very hard to win in life and they can't be out of balance right if they get out of balance then something else is going to get out of balance too and there's usually a negative consequence i certainly know that mm-hmm. i think we all do yeah right it's just there's different extremes and there's different things for different people. For some, it may be, there's someone listening right now that's living a really unhealthy lifestyle. Maybe they are, they're eating too much. They're not working out enough and they're, you know, step away from a heart attack. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, we all have our own different challenges. I think where I want people to bring or what I want people to understand from what we talk about on this podcast is that we're all the same. We're all in this together for one. And for two, I want you to know that whatever you're going through, you're not the only person and you're not the first person. And so we get encouraged. We bring, we get inspiration through our shared experiences. So congratulations again, my friend. Thank Thank you for sharing that with me. Let's hop into your business, dude. You're in the middle of experiencing some growth. Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Right. But it's challenging. Like, you know, I've been there. You've been there as well. in your other businesses, like, where you've been to that point to where, okay, look, it's time to grow. And how do I do it? Where do we go next? Yeah. Do you mind sharing some of some of your advice and some of the challenges maybe that you've... Oh, I'd love to, man. Because, I mean, I think you, like me, we have a heart of... If there's an experience that we're having that can help somebody else, I'm happy to pay the bill. They can, have the, they can get the experience. <laughs> and Lord knows I paid the bill in a lot of ways. And uh, I'm the before picture on many, many, uh, many <laughs> scenarios. Uh, you know, you're, you're right. We are at Spain the Chasm. We're experiencing a tremendous amount of growth. I think one of the things, Ron L., that gets lost on a lot of people when they see success is they think growth is easy. They think growth is it's linear. It just add more stuff. Oh and, my God, yes. Right? And what people often miss, and hopefully we can illuminate that a little bit today, is that growth is often fatal. Growth is often, a lot of companies will grow themselves to death. And again, we talked about mind, body, spirit, you know, getting a little bit out of balance. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a growth plan that balances out both sides of the ledger book, all the actions, and it's reality-based, emphasis, reality-based, it's easy to grow yourself to death. Running out of cash is an easy thing for a lot of people to do. And so that's one of the things that where we are in businesses that I've, you know, I've had great fortune to have a couple of good exits. Where it's gone well is we've been very, very smart about controlling and planning the growth. We knew what the trajectory could be and should be, and we built to that, not something that was irrational, which is what I see with a lot of people that we coach. They're going through growth. They're building around irrational trajectories and want to make sure that people are not not doing that. Wow. I think that's a a really, first of all, that's a point that comes from wisdom right? that comes from experience. <laughs> Let right? me show you some scar so, tissue. <laughs> so you said you're the before picture. <laughs> but here's, yeah. here's the thing. People that are going out there and changing the world are all before pictures because yep. that's what we do. We're, we're going yeah. out there to do something that's never been done before. The point that you made about scaling, I think is so key yeah. because so many people are sitting out there that are solopreneurs. Maybe they started out as creating like I think you've mentioned this is a term you've used before. It started out creating a hobby, right? And that yep. hobby, a lucrative hobby. Lucrative hobby. With the lucrative hobby. And then, well, shit, that lucrative hobby started making some money. And like, oh, you know what? I don't need to do my other gig. And now I'm doing that. And now it's like, oh, now I've got to expand this thing. And so people think that you just plug people in. Well, yeah. I do that. Now they just go ahead and add another guy and add another gal. And 
and we're just going to double and triple that revenue, right? We're going to do the classic triple, triple, double, double, sell the company for 20x revenue. And, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos will be the second richest guy in America. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's what we think because that's what, that's what we see, right? Yep. That's what people, when they see, whether it's on LinkedIn or wherever, you know, you've got the guy who's successful and I've had five exits and this and that. They don't really talk about how you get that business to the point to where it's, well, two things, investable. That's one thing that we, yep. maybe we can talk about. And, you know, scalable to where you can add employees and you can grow the right way without, like you said, growing yourself out of business. Yep. Why don't you share maybe some of your advice or experience in terms of the biggest challenges that yep. you face when you want to scale? Let me talk about a couple of things that just make sense to pay attention to. And then the hidden thing that I think kills a lot of growth. Then want to talk about that a little bit. But one of the things like, for example, you and I were talking earlier today and I'm talking about my growth plans at Span the Chasm. And we're very, very practiced on what we think those next stages are going to be. And then we rationalize them with wise counsel, right? In wise counsel, much, uh, much foolishness is averted. We must do not go it alone, right? Just, you know, because you drew the graph does not mean that's going to happen. Someone, you know, share your ideas with people that you trust, have them iterate with you against that so that your profit model, your expense model, your acquisition model, all those things have been rationalized a little bit by some outside minds. And I think that's, you know, the not going it alone is a key thing. Hey Randy, can I add something? Absolutely. So, hold on. Let me enjoy this lovely club soda. Please, sip time. So, hold the phone. You're telling me, you're a successful dude. You've done a lot of things in your career. You've had a couple of successful exits. You've got a coach? Why do yeah. you need a coach? I've made millions and I've lost millions, right? Uh, why do I need a coach? One of the things I found super fascinating, those of us that are old enough to remember our good friend Zig Ziglar, he mm -hmm. had seven coaches. What? He had a dress coach. He had a speech coach. He had a content coach. He had a time management coach, a ton of coaches. I've got a coach. Brian Patrick Cork, let me throw a uh, plug out to him. He's Shout here out. in Atlanta. He is amazing. Brian, super Brian Patrick Brian Patrick Cork, C-O-R-K. Find him Brian. on LinkedIn, super active. Here's a guy, you know, we talk about being biz love cats, where we share our knowledge, share our networks, and we love other people that we work with. Brian's the king of the biz cats. And he is my coach. I have relied on him repeatedly. And that dude has called me on my delusional thinking so many times. It's not because he's a jerk. It's because he loves me. And he wants great things for me. Hey, Randy, why do you think that? Where's the data to support that? Why, you know, I had this dream of being able to take Span the Chasm services through the PEVC marketplace. It's going to happen. But my talk track on that is based on my hypothesis that is completely untested. Last time, about a year and a half ago, when I shared that idea with him, he goes, well, how did the focus group go? And I said, what focus group, Brian? <laughs> he goes, when you sat down, these B round, C round, PEVC people that you want to engage with and tested your hypothesis, how did that go? Uh, well, you know, I haven't done that. You know, just that kind of wisdom, you got to have it. Anytime I do, Dave Barry, who you met recently, he's another one of my coaches. This is a guy who I'm a ready aim fire guy, or ready fire aim, or whatever. I don't even yeah. know. Point uh, you in, know, the, in that direction and let's go. Just go. Let's run. And he's the guy that slows me down. I'm like, dude, you're slowing me down. But you know what? He's prevented me from making some very, very costly mistakes. And I'm extremely indebted to him. Again, having another coach, having someone that I'm accountable to. I think coaching and accountability often are viewed as things for weak people. It's not. And I don't know why it's not more obvious to folks. What's the African saying? If you want to go fast, go alone. Mm -hmm. If you want to go far, go as a team. Yep. Build a team.
I love it. Thank you for sharing that. This is a lesson that you need to learn, people. We made mention of mental health earlier because one of the things that I talk about is all of those people that you admire, all those people that are out there killing it in the business world have therapists, right? You know what they also have? Business coaches. They have people that are coaching them up alone. So when you tell me I can't afford a coach, I will tell you, you can't afford to not have a coach. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Fine. Now, what you can't afford to have is a dumbass coach that doesn't know what they're doing. So I would say that there's a lot of people calling themselves coaches out there, Randy. What should people be looking for as they're vetting out these yeah. coaches? It can't be theoretical. And I say this a thousand times. And I say this to people that we coach on the sales side. Don't learn from someone who hasn't been there. Oh, yes. Right. If they don't have the scar tissue, there's some things as you grow that seem like they make sense. Like, hey, I'm going to build out an organization and I need coverage. So I'm going to hire three, you know, decent salespeople in my early stage company. And that seems like a good idea. It turns out it's a horrible idea, especially in a noisy marketplace. If you want to really grow your company early on as you lead into a marketplace, you got to bring some good talent on board and you got to overpay them. Well, that seems Absolutely. a little bit like, hmm, maybe that doesn't make sense. Is that a good use of capital? only if you want to be successful. Mm -hmm. So you need some people that have gone through those things that make you say, hmm, didn't understand that. Never get advice from someone who hasn't gone there because it's going to be theoretical. They learned it in their Harvard Business School They're, class, yes. whatever. Yes. Right? Show me your scar tissue. If you can't roll up your sleeves and see some scar tissue, I would be very, very suspect. Dude, you know it. You and I, we've had some good exits. We've had some not so good exits. Mm -hmm. it's, in the, it's in the failure. Wolfgang Puck, one of my favorite, the restaurateur, one of the quotes that he uses that I just absolutely love. I learned more through my failed restaurants than I ever learned from my successful absolutely. restaurants. And he's had a lot, but. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Way better. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that he has going for him is he's just licensing his name. So, yeah. <laughs> so now even failures aren't failures for him anymore. Talk about the power of a brand. I'm telling you. Yes. Wolfgang Puck, Kleenex, FedEx, Trump. Amazon, Google, Trump. All these, yes. I mean, all these things. It's all licensing. It's beautiful. I can't wait till there's just a brand. I'm going to go Randy that. And boom. <laughs> and I make 15 cents every time someone says that. Just say Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this term that you use that I love, and it's called scar tissue. I love that term. Explain that for them. In the sales training space, and this just, it just drives me crazy. There are sales trainers out there that have never sold. Yes, there they are. can present the content. Imagine what it's like when you're in one of those classes and you're like, yeah, yeah, I get that model looks super. But I got to meet with a CEO or I met with a CEO last or the CIO last week and they punched me in the face and all I could taste was teeth and blood. What should I have done? Right. I want to be able to learn from someone that says, do it or do that. I have been in that spot. I have been eyeball to eyeball with the CIO of Bank of America. And here's what that looked like when they challenged our value. We stood up. I want to be able to learn from someone that has stood in the arena, that has got the blood, the sweat, the dirt, and the experience to get gold out of gold or you must have intense heat. Mm -hmm. And unless they've stood in the crucible of experience, yes. I'm just like, Dude, you're reading a magazine. Mm -hmm. Good for you. It's all clinical. Yeah, it's right? all clinical. So like, first of all, love that advice. Love that term. And it's something that whether you're considering a sales coach, whether you're considering an entrepreneurship coach or, or a therapist, whatever, man, this is what you need to be thinking about. My own personal journey, because I share it often. We just shared it earlier in this particular episode where I talked about my therapist. Shout out to Dr. Rocky. For those of that follow me on LinkedIn, I post videos with Dr. Rocky all the time. Why? Because um, he shares, he drops knowledge, wisdom, change that, not knowledge, wisdom. And I want to share it with the network. 
So what I look for, whether it's those sorts of coaches, coach sales coaching, entrepreneurship coaching, life coaching, therapists, I want people that have been through it. Dr. Rocky, without sharing his story for all the world to hear, <laughs> but he's, he's been one. through it. Yeah. And that's what drew me to him. Previously, I had a few other therapists that I went to talk to and went to a couple sessions. I'm like, ah, I feel like you're just reading a book. Yep. I feel like you're just giving me a prescription. I don't feel like you really understand. Now, I don't mean, li- guys, I don't mean literal prescription like they're prescribing me drugs. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that, that what they're doing is just, okay, I read the book and the book says that if you say this, I say that and vice versa. And I wanted someone that's been through it. Yep. That's why people, Randy, that's why people dig you. That's why you run a successful business without having outside sales because you get people referred to you because of that. Yep. Your wisdom speaks for you. And I've been obviously to your workshops and heard you do your thing and you're, you're amazing. And people really can feel, I think when you've been there and you've done it and you're truly a player coach, that people can feel that that scar tissue yeah. that you use there. And so I think that's what draws people to, well, it should. I, there's a lot of charlatans out there. There's a lot of people out there that yeah. are posing as something that they're not so i think that's why we do what we do business and bourbon it's all about no more entrepreneur porn and i will say that until i can't say it anymore guys understand this is what it's about it's about combating the evils of entrepreneur porn i sound like i'm going back about 100 years ago and (laughs) this temperance preach preach (laughs) preach no but that's what we're about i want people one to be educated i want you to be educated and we're going to do that through shared wisdom it's got to be yeah i think it's got to be experience-based you know ron we had a chance to work together a little bit why do we get 96 net promoter scores 93 net promoter scores on our workshop it's because we're able to connect with the reality and the life the day-to-day what these people are facing whether it's a, a sales rep whether it's a frontline sales leader, second, third, fourth level sales leader that's struggling with some real stuff, being able to connect with them in a real meaningful experience-based conversation that's going to be diagnostic and paint a map on how to get out of their current problem, that's what these people are dying for. Because like you said, there's so many charlatans out there. There's so many theoreticians. Is that a word, theoreticians? It is now. It is now. (laughs) If my lawyer's listening, please get that Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and I love reading the articles, but let's prove that we walk through the broken glass together. And, and that's what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And if you're not, you should be. Yeah. Right. Search out those people. So, hey, little known fact about Ronnell Richards, classic rock. I'm a big fan. Yes, I know. You should. <laughs> you want to see my playlist, baby. Classic. So my son, he used to go to sleep every night to the river. 97.1 The River every night, which was really weird because they like to play Eric Clapton cocaine a lot. And so it's weird. <laughs> and a, a little eight-year-old is laying in his bed to, going to sleep to cocaine. But nonetheless, it's funny how that, yeah. <laughs> that's mm. a pretty provocative song, but it's now it's contemporary. Exactly. So it's nothing now. So I like to ask all my guests about their musical preference because it helps me to understand a little bit. And Led Zeppelin. Huh? Dude, I am all classic rock. My son, I, I learned it from my my brother's eight years older than me. He made sure I was a classic rock guy. I passed that on to my kids. Uh-huh. Let me show you my favorite playlist on my Spotify account. It's got Led Zeppelin right there. Come on. Here we go. Rock and roll and oh, rock. We got a little ACDC. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Scorpions, uh, Guns N' Roses, Boston, Iron Butterfly, Fog Hat. Okay. I love that. I love that okay, stuff. Okay, since we're doing, um, Ronnell's known for doing Bang Up Radio, where I talk about visuals that you guys can't see. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Since we're doing your playlist, I have, I'm a big music guy, and I have lots of playlists, but I have this playlist that I call Rock and Workout. I know it's cornea. <laughs> Does it work? It's only weird if it doesn't work, dude. It's called Rock and Workout, and I'm going to share with you guys. I'm going to share with Randy. Just let you know, like, Randy, we're in the same gang here, man. There's mine. It's got a little bit of everything in there. So classic, more current. Yes, I can go ACDC. I, I can go Foo Fighters. I can do a little Led Zeppelin cashmere in there. Yeah. I, can, I can go all over. See? My son and I were just rocking the Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song this morning, man. Oh, yeah? I love it. My son's 19 years old. My daughter's 21. And they will both admit that classic rock is better than the contemporary stuff. It's kind of hard to say that it isn't. It's just true. Uh, yeah. Facts. So, hey, yeah. Now you guys learned something new about me. Yeah, I'm a classic rock guy, too. I like a little bit of everything. All right. So you've got a lot of wisdom in your chin there. Okay. A lot of wisdom. For I, I got to start getting yeah. beard, beard wash. With beard wash, <laughs> to get rid of some of that gray or cut it a little hey, closer or something. Don't, don't get rid of not one strand of that because you earned every strand. I paid for every one. So, so I want to know. Let's go back because... I've got so many listeners that are in that millennial space, and now even Gen Z, shout out to my son and his post, and your kids, Gen Z. These guys are, they're they're now the largest segment of the workforce. We know that. But they're hungry. They're looking to be successful, and they're looking for guidance. That's what I love about these guys. I love millennials. I really do. Because they are just thirsty for guidance and knowledge. But their bullshit meters are high, which I love. Because they've been in this world with social media. And so they know, I'm not saying they don't necessarily enjoy the Kim Kardashian pick or whatever BS social media thing, but they recognize it for what it is. It's and what not, it isn't. Thank you. And so when they get the opportunity to dialogue with a guy like you or a guy like me, man, they're just all over it. So I always like to speak to them. So with that said, let's go back 10, 15 years. What does Randy today tell Randy from 10, 15 years ago? So let's go way back. I like to do it, you know, the Randy, I'm 55 now. There, I said it. The Randy that graduated from college, what would be a couple of things I would want him to know? Uh, So number one, relationships matter. I invest a lot more in relationships today. Business, if you looked at my my personal filter of what I measure things through, business is number five. Relationships are ahead of that. My sobriety is number one. My family is number two. My health is number three. Relationships is number four. And business is number five. I would tell me and other folks out there, relationships matter. And it's not just in a snuggly relationship way. You've heard the phrase, your network is your net worth. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm very proud of because I built relationships, especially in these last 10 years or so, you know, I can shake a network pretty quickly and find something, right? What I need. My, my network really is my net worth. So I would tell people, be intentional from day one of building your network. What do they say? You are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Make sure those are really great five people. Make sure that you've got a couple of people in there that you're striving to be. That's be the number one thing I would tell myself. Number two thing I would tell myself is, dude, be a little patient. I, That's I, so hard. It is so hard, but I, I believe there is a, kind of a sense of universal karma that if you keep doing the right thing the right way repeatedly, you just do that all the time, 
the universe will pay you off. So be a little bit patient. You know, one of the things that millennials get banged on for is like, you know, they've been in their job for 60 days and they want to be a VP of something. I get that. That's because they get goals and aspirations. Do they deserve it yet? No, but they want it. But I mean, if you, it, be a little patient, do the right things, find out what the right path is, stick to that and don't let distractions. And this is one of the things I want to talk about when we were talking about growth for entrepreneurs a little bit earlier. One of the things I see is a silent killer that people don't call out for entrepreneurs is the cost of distraction. When you're growing your business and you have to start investing in something over here and you got to put a new department in over there and you got to help the marketing team do something like this, there's a lot of distraction from your mind that goes into that. I think one of the things that causes a lot of companies to go out of business, they're not paying attention to the cost of distraction. The same thing for the millennials and the Gen Z's coming up. Be careful, Kim Kardashian, be careful what your distractions are. Choose wisely, be a little patient, and really invest in your relationships because the relationships that you build are going to be the things that really fuel your success, both personally and professionally. Love it. Love it. There it is. There it is. So I have a question for you because you went down that list. Business was five. Business was five, right? How dope is that? I want you guys to understand that. And this is someone, this is a successful businessman. Business was five. Don't get it out of whack. Number one. Sobriety. Sobriety. Speak to that because there's someone out there that's struggling with it sure. right now. You and I both know where we are today does not define us. We're here at a point in our journey. Yes. Um, it can develop us, but it does not define us. So I have a journey through uh, alcohol and drug addiction that I'm not proud of, but I'm also not ashamed of it. It's part of my path. But I know that without sobriety, nothing's going to work for me. Yes. It's a progressive disease. It gets worse by the day. So I know without that, without sobriety, nothing's going to work. Number two is my family. Mm -hmm. Without my family, nothing's going to work. I lose my wife. You know what do they say? Behind every successful man is a supportive wife and a surprised mother-in-law. I'll tell you what. <laughs> my wife has stood by me through thick and thin. Uh, shout out to Jenna. But shout she, out. Yeah. She has stood by me when people would have said bad idea. She has been encouraging. She has listened. One out of 37 of my ideas is a good idea. She listens <laughs> That's a pretty all, good percentage. She <laughs> listens to all 37 of them and helps me find the one grain of wisdom in there. My health, you know, you and I are both very fitness oriented. I know that for me, without my health, my level of fitness, I would not be able to serve my clients the way that we do. It's kind of a thing that if, if you're not into fitness, you're not going to be able to work well at Span the Chasm. We, we run high octane. We serve our clients. It's not for the faint of heart right? So my health is very important. Then my relationships, right? Personal and professional, that's my value. Here's the thing though, why it's so okay for me to put business number five, because if I get the first four right, they multiply against each other. And when you hit business, it's like gas meet fire. Yeah, It really blows it up. So by taking care of those other four things, I'm a much, much better person in the business marketplace. You just said something casually that's part of your business philosophy. And you said, serving my customer. I want you to speak to that because that is something that yeah. people aren't going to really get unless you talk about it because it means something to you and it sure. drives what you do in business. It drives everything we do. I believe that our lives, and this is a little bit philosophy and I think it's also true, lives lived as an act of service is a great life lived. And it doesn't mean you're giving up things. I don't live you know, in a woodshed. I don't drive a tricycle. I live a great life. I remain the envy of all men. Uh, <laughs> but everything that we do, I serve my family, span the chasm. We serve our clients, meaning their success means more to us than our success. 
We're going to lead with our experience in a way that's going to fuel their success. If we do our job well, there's going to be plenty for us on the backside. What does Zig Ziglar say? Help other people get what they need and want. There'll be plenty left over for you. So it's absolutely, it's an act of service. And one of the things that I challenge everybody that's thinking about working at Span the Chasm, are you a hero or a hero maker? Because our natural tendency is to be the hero. But in our role, we have to be the hero maker. We are the Yoda to Luke. We cannot be Luke. We have got to take that role of the servant and, be, and that of the hero maker. I love it. And I think it's a great philosophy, man. Thanks for sharing that. How you bet. So you mentioned, just going back a little bit, you wanted to break it up a little bit. I asked you about 10, 15 years back. And we started with the college students. So let's, let's move forward. Like you just graduated from college. We addressed that. Now I want to give some sage Randy wisdom to that person that's in, because a lot of people are like, they're in that position where yep. they're in their career. They're in it, right? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And they're looking at kind of this transition, right? And a lot of them are thinking about transitioning to entrepreneurship. Yep. You can identify with that. So what advice would you have for people that are in that position in their, their career? So I think mid-career, so 35-ish. Let's talk 35-ish. That works. All right, so you're in that sort of mid-career, assuming you're in some sort of customer-facing role, that's, you know, that's where my scar tissue is, so that's where I'm gonna talk from. In my 35 plus or minus time frame, um, again, I got a lot of mentors, a lot of coaches. I had someone that cared enough about me and uh, slowed me down to say, Randy, you're doing a great job hunting your own goals. How about if you start getting more focused on your clients' goals? and keeping all your efforts around achieving those, moving your focus from you to them. And that's really when the idea of serving other people and helping them achieve their goals lit up. If you wanna make an amazing dent in the universe and be well compensated for it, make it very clear to the people that you're serving or selling to or whatever, you want, whatever verb you wanna use, that them achieving their goals is simply the most important thing to you because it is a, that sort of, assuming it's true, that sort of transparency, that sort of authenticity creates a black hole of attraction because they feel your advocacy. They feel your experience being brought to the table to help them be successful. Who wouldn't want that? And they'll pay you handsomely for it. How many salespeople do we know that the prospect feels like, yeah, I'm important to them, but I'm really part of his commission plan, right? Shifting that mindset off of you to them, getting inside of their mind, not inside of your mind, those things, that would be that mid-career person that's like, I wanna take it up a level. Move your focus off of you and onto the marketplace, to the persona, to the person that you're serving and their value achievement, and some amazing things are gonna happen for you. Very nice. And there it is. And there it is. <laughs> so hey, before we get ready to wrap this up, you are, for those that know Randy, those that don't, make sure you connect with him, LinkedIn, Randy, pronounce your name properly so everyone can get it. You, I, you I, pro I pronounce it Reemersma. And more importantly, if you're going to go on LinkedIn, I spell it R-I-E-M-E-R-S-M-A. There it is. So if you guys uh, check Randy out, Randy is a very tall, statuesque looking guy. right? I'm serious. And he's got this booming voice. So he's a little bit, can be a little intimidating. So, yeah, for about nine seconds. No. So I want to know what scares you? What are you afraid of? Oh, man, great question. Here's the answer. You ready? Yes. Nothing. What? What's that Will Smith movie? End of Earth or Back to Earth or something like that they yeah. did with this kid? One of my favorite lines in that movie, danger is real, fear is optional. I am afraid of nothing. I will make a, I will look at something and say, is this dangerous? Do I need to adjust my behavior? Mm -hmm. But I know fear is one of those things that causes us to catastrophize the negative consequences of something we might do and prevents us from being successful. And maybe this is scar tissue coming to play. 
I posted on LinkedIn the other day, this old war torn liar. He's got scars on his face and all the other stuff. And I said, my scars prove that life has tried to kill me and failed. <laughs> right? I ain't I like I'm not afraid of nothing because I've got great advisors around me that are going to help me stay on the straight and narrow because I take a measured approach because I, I measure the actual danger which is clinical, I can stay away from fear, which is emotional. I wanna learn from my emotions and not be controlled by them. So if fear is, here's a shout out that I want, please, please listen to this. If your decision-making process is being controlled by fear, see a couple of people that can help you look past that. And oftentimes what I find when I work with our clients and walk them through what's going on, they catastrophize the realistic negative consequences of what, they, or what they're thinking about. And fear is that multiplier. Fear is no place. I love it. So I had people that have been to my office to pass know that I had this big vinyl thing on the wall, whatever it is. And it says, fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. And that's it what it is, right? So I, I, great advice, Randy. I couldn't end it any better with that. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. You got anything else you want to leave people with? Mic drop. Um, <laughs> Don't I, be dropping no mics yet. Yeah, uh, what would I leave you with? I guess let, let's summarize. Relationships matter. Yeah. Fear is your enemy mm -hmm. and will control your success. Get a group of advisors around you. And if you're trying to grow your business as an entrepreneur, please measure the realistic impact of distraction. Love it. That's and all I got. Love it. And there it is. With that, there's only one way that we end the show, Randy. We end the show, every show with a collective we out. You ready for it? You One, ready? two, three kind of a thing? We're going to count it down on three, and then we got a we out. Are you ready? Are you ready, sir? I'm in. He's in. All right, on three. One, two, three. We, we out. Thank you for listening to the Business and Bourbon Podcast. Please subscribe. And if you like us, give us a five-star rating. If you don't, uh, have another drink. Maybe you'll feel a little bit differently. If you'd like to check out our videos, you can go to businessandbourbon.tv. That's businessandbourbon.tv. In addition to that, we're currently touring the United States with our Business and Bourbon Live show. It's a fantastic show where we do a whiskey education and we do some Q&A and it's a great networking event as well. So if you'd like to attend one of our Business and Bourbon Live events, you can go to businessandbourbon.live. Again, that's businessandbourbon.live. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you the next time.